I'm Ryan Durbin from RD Ceramics, and I'm located in Southgate, Kentucky. And I'm Becca Otis from Five Lines Pottery in Monroe, Washington. And welcome to Wheel Talk. Hey guys, so I'm doing a podcast without Ryan. <laughs> I wasn't able to do a podcast with him tonight because I was in a different city, and I wasn't able to do one with him on Monday either, so... I figured I'd come on here and talk about some stuff that Ryan, I don't know if he has interest in this or I do know that he doesn't really, um, like suffer with depress from depression or anything like that. Um, so that's what I'm going to talk to you about depression, <laughs> um, which I am not a scientist or a smart person. So don't ask me any questions about it because I don't know anything about it, but I, um, I, well, I, okay. Also, I should say, I don't know for sure if Ryan, um, suffers from it, but I think I've heard him say that he doesn't. So anyway, maybe we'll have a dual convo in the future too. But so I don't know if any of you have picked up on this at all, but I have a very extremely busy life. And with that, comes some some spouts of depression. I, I'm not overly crazy depressed all the time, um, but I definitely go through valleys and and then I go through high parts and then valleys again and mostly valleys and it's all pretty much mostly valleys of and dips. <laughs> um, and this has happened ever since I was little. I'm um, but I don't think that we really kind of like acknowledged it when I was younger, uh, as a kid and, uh, and it probably only got brought up, uh, when I was in college, maybe after college. That's when like, you know, like kind of my mom figured out that she was kind of like had mild depression. And so she started taking medicine and I have never really taken, uh, a large, I've never really taken consistent medicine. I, um, one time, like four years ago, I started taking medicine and it made me really pissed off all the time. So I stopped. So I've always tried to kind of like conquer it and go, you know, get over it on my own. And so I, and especially being a potter and an, uh, a business owner and somebody who, uh, I kind of have to rely on myself for most of everything, uh, I don't know. I just felt like maybe it, it might be something that, uh, some people would resonate with and would, uh, relate to. So I just, um, yeah. So anyway, so, uh, when my, when I get the worst and when I'm like so not motivated that I don't want to get out of bed is usually, um, usually right after winter hits. So, and I feel like, uh, from a generic poll of pretty much every single artist I've ever talked to in my entire life, January is a tough month, like super tough. So I remember it was the first year that I had owned my business kind of like quote unquote full time. And I like went really hard for December and I was doing good. And then I, couldn't even touch clay for the entirety of January. I don't think 
I completely just, just, I couldn't do it. I got to it in, in February and everything was fine. <laughs> but, um, it, I mean, I guess it's good that we tend to make most of our money in December anyway. And I think that also leads to the fact that you do get burned out a little bit more. I think it's a general burnout, you know, even if you don't have any sort of like depression or any anxiety or anything like that. I think that uh, it generally people of the artistry type tend to burn out in January, um, which I think is fine. We all need breaks. And January is a perfect time for that because nobody else makes, none of us make money during it, so it's fine. Um, but, uh, weirdly enough, this year it has happened much, much, much sooner, sooner. So I had a really, really tough summer this summer. Not only was it, um, tough with how much product I was making, but it was, there was a lot of emotional stuff within my friend group. Uh, just in general, you know, like, uh, uh, friends were having issues, uh, like, within themselves, and then, um, I'm not a very, fr uh, I'm a friend person, but I, I get overwhelmed, and so I think I took a lot of that, um, on, and so once my show season ended for the summer, I kind of went into hibernation mode, and, uh, became a hermit, and, um, well, not really a hermit, I can't really become a hermit, but, uh, <clears throat> I tend to, you know, talk less to friends and, and, uh, just kind of remove myself, um, look like I'm a little bit brain dead and, um, which I honestly think is, is okay because we have to go through valleys, you know, and, and highs and lows and, and all the things. Uh, I think it's fine to, to go through those stages, uh, what can be a little frustrating is that I own my own business and I can't take a sick day. You know, I, um, I don't get paid for those sick days and I'm on a time limit and there's no stopping, especially between October and December. I'm making, making, making for all of my wholesalers and and also all of my stuff that I have to sell in December. And just thinking about all of that that's going on. And so as a result of that, I um, struggle with, uh, I struggle with kind of like planning events for the store. And, uh, you know, having like paint nights or anything like that. Whereas last year I was pretty on top of it. And I was like, okay, we're going to have paint night this week. And we're going to have a paint night this week. And this year, like, people are like, hey, do you want to come and paint at our store? And I'm like, I don't know if I can. Uh, because I, I, have I, I have anxiety and I have like self-diagnosed depression. Um, it's, well, a doctor diagnosed me too, but that was a long time ago. And, um... And so I'm like, I can't mentally handle this, but I find that a few things, um, help with that. So, um, I'm not like big on meditating, so that's not it, <laughs> but, um, I, for me, I'm a very analytical thinker and it helps me to look ahead of, of what's happening. So for instance, uh, yesterday me and my friend sat down and we went over a list of everything that I needed to do for the show that is coming up 
in just two weeks that I actually have to have stuff uh, next week for. <laughs> and uh, we wrote down everything that I needed, which included like 200 mugs, 100 wine glasses, 100 pinch pots, 100 snack bowls, 100 ornaments, you know, a whole list. And then we calculated what cost that was and not my cost, but what I'd be selling and how much I'd make. So it turns out that my entire list of things that I want to make for this show is about $11,000. And, um, that is motivating to me. So it's also motivating to me because, um, well, I like to make things, and at the end of the day, if I can just make something and not talk to anybody, that's like a perfect world, but that's not really the world that I have. Um, but this kind of gives me the excuse to say, hey, uh, I don't, I'm sorry, I have to prepare for this. <laughs> like, please leave me alone. <laughs> and so that kind of, it makes me excited, right? Like, the the prospect of making $11,000 in a month. Oh, this is a month long show, by the way. So it's not like I'm trying to make all this stuff for three days. Um, the prospect of, of making that much money for a show gets me excited. And, um, but more than that, um, writing it down really helps because it helps put it on paper and it helps solidify what needs to be done. Because I find that when I don't have any motivation and when I'm really stuck and I'm like, I'm so overwhelmed that I don't even, I can't move right now. Like, right now my, my room is a complete mess. <laughs> and because, well, my room is essentially my house. But also my studio is a complete mess. And I feel like whenever I walk in there, I'm trapped and I can't get out. And it's messy. And I just, I can't handle it. But if I can control one thing in my life, then it can help me kind of get over that hurdle essentially. And for me, that's writing it down and accomplishing it. So, you know, people always are like, wow, you're so great at like doing your lists and like accomplishing what you're doing. And and I feel like the reason that I'm good at that is because that's the only thing that I have control over. The only thing that I have control over is pushing myself harder. And I'm, I'm a very competitive person. And I think that that competition has helped me get through some of like the hardest times in my life because I kind of just switch it off and I sometimes don't think about things, but I, I, um, like I don't need to think about, uh, you know, like making sure that I'm being social or whatever. I still am social and my friends make me be social, but, um, you know, I, can just think about what's my goal, how am I going to get to that goal, and what's the result at the end of that goal. And that's been super helpful for me. I have a planner that I have that, um, I actually don't use the calendar. I, <laughs> It's like a full planner, and the only pages that I use is the monthly calendar. Um, once that's like, you know, it has like the month and then after that it has all the days and I never use the days, but I write out my entire list of everything that I want to get done that month and I go through it and I, um, you know, itemize everything and I'm very neat about it because 
I, I'm an extremely messy person. If you came into my life right now and looked at my desk that I'm looking at, you'd be like, holy shit. But, um, but I like to be organized. I think I'm messy because my life is chaotic. So, uh, it just kind of happens. And, but I love things that look neat and nice and are designed well. I'm a great, I love spreadsheets. And, um, so for me, that's something that helps me in my brain be organized. And, and also everybody knows that crossing something off on a list is the most satisfying thing. I crossed off four things on my list today, like four very significant items on my list. And it was so satisfying. And, and it's like the little tiny wins that are the wins that help you get through times like this, you know? And the way that I do things is not going to be, um, it's not going to be the best for everybody, right? Um, but maybe something I say might help somebody. Or also, maybe what I'm saying is just something that you need to hear because you're like, oh, that person goes through that too. <laughs> you know, like sometimes when I, uh, when I see somebody who's like, I am struggling, I'm like, dude, me too. Um, I probably, you know, and so the lists are very important and, and, um, crossing things off. And also what I found to be extremely helpful in times of great anxiety driven, uh, like stress, stressful lifeness is, um, Taking time to explore little tiny things in clay and not getting stressed about if you're getting anything done. You know, uh, on Sunday, I actually, I have to work because um, my store's open. I, I don't know, my boss is just a jerk. And um, she makes me work on Sundays. And uh, so anyway, I'm there on Sundays, but usually nobody comes in, which is fine. Like, you know, sometimes I'll come in and get stuff or I'll have a, an occasional painter. But, uh, this last Sunday I have been feeling kind of like anxious about Christmas and everything like that and how I'm going to sell. And I spent the entire day just making Christmas stuff. I made trees and more trees and more trees and more trees. And I also made a few ornaments, I think. And, um... Uh, you know, I spent the whole day, like, not only making trees, <laughs> not only making trees, but, um, just letting myself get lost in what I remember clay was like, you know, when I was in college or right out of college when I didn't have to, like, care about money and I was just blending a tree <laughs> and, you know, trying to make the seam work and being cautious or conscious about, um, my techniques and what things looked like and, and how I could better, you know, make something work better or how to get the point right or using a template, you know, like those are not things that I would normally do in my day-to-day -day life because I'm, you know, I've got to make all the bowls. I have to make all these mugs. I have to make all these cups. And last year in January, what I did was I started making jewelry and that jewelry actually ended up being a pretty 
good seller this year. I'm surprised because usually things that I like don't sell. But um, they, I, last year I got into this huge thing and I like started learning how to make molds and I'm still terrible, but I was making these tubes, like molds um, with tubes and I was pouring slip into them and then I realized that it was actually just better to throw them and I throw these rings and I cut them off and then I tumble them in a tumbler and it's very low work but it's a lot of fun you know it's fun to like find new things and it's also for me it's fun to be like oh my gosh I could make money doing this like I could you know this is something that could could make me money and it's not terrible and I don't hate it <laughs> and it's not saying that I, I hate all the other stuff, but, um, you know, it's something that nobody else is doing. And I can say that I'm doing this and I came up with this and nobody, I've never seen anybody do anything like this. And that's exciting to me. And I could get lost in that and just it, you get back to when I kind of like go back to when. I was just starting out and I would sit in my basement. It'd be like 20 degrees down there because it was in a basement and it was cold and I'd have a heater behind me and I would sit and I would throw, oh my gosh, I think one time, like, you know, I would time myself and I would be throwing like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pots and um, just be so in the zone and so like just so set with what I was doing and quote unquote one with the clay um but I was just so happy and so content with uh everything that was happening you know it wasn't about making money back then it was about making clay and helping people and and seeing people's reactions when they saw my stuff and sharing it on Instagram and seeing how many likes I got because that was exciting and sending out 10 packages and seeing how they traveled around the world, which I'm totally going to do that again this year. But, you know, when I do little things that are fun and new and exciting and just something I've never done before that brings me back to that time. And then that kind of like re-energizes me to do the regular boring stuff that I do every day. And um, that's kind of cool, you know. I, uh, I am a creature of habit. And so I do like the repetition. And, and if I was doing a job that was just throwing, like if I worked for somebody and was a production potter, I think that I'd probably enjoy that a lot. But, um, you know, when you own your own business, as I'm sure some of you that are listening to this know, uh, it's about 20% or 30% working on what you're doing. And it's about 70% doing clerical stuff and, and making sure everything's right. And, unloading, you know, unloading other people's work and, and, you know, helping other people out and making sure your books are correct and managing money and, and all those things. And, and that can get tolling at time, if, especially if you don't like it. I thankfully enjoy it quite a bit. Um, but 
it can affect the way that you do your business. And uh, I have been working recently on trying to stay off of social media a little bit more because I get really sucked into that. And also that aids to my uh, lack of motivation and uh, just, you know, depression and, and like watching people live their lives and, and how they're, you know, I see other people and I'm like, Oh, I, I wish I was like that. <laughs> I wish I could go someplace after work instead of just walking across the street at 1am in the morning. But, um, so I think that finding the, the little things that you see, you know, if you open up Facebook and then you immediately start to feel like, man, I wish I had that, or I wish this, I wish this, then maybe being on Facebook is something that needs to stop or significantly decrease. And same with Instagram, you know, Instagram's a trigger for a lot of people, I think. Uh, Instagram for me is mostly, I just share stories about my cats, really. Um, I'm not really all that much of a scroller. I do look through stories because I like to see other people's, uh, what they're doing, you know, and that helps, uh, just because it kind of like brightens my day, especially when there's something funny. But so there's that. And I think that, um, also, I know this is kind of random because I'm an ADD person, so I hope you've enjoyed this ride. <laughs> um, I think also, uh, speaking with Instagram, what I do, and I'm sure most of you guys have seen this if you follow me, is I will post my list on Instagram. And um, I will use that as a tool to make myself motivated. I post it on there and I have a few friends that will, you know, message me later on that day and say, how'd you do? <laughs> Did you finish? <laughs> and if I, and it's a pride thing for me, right? If I say no, then I'm like, dang it, I should have done that. And if I say yes, or if I'm close, if I've even done a few things and I'm proud of myself and it's little things like that, like tiny, tiny successes that help you kind of like get over that hump a little bit and then get you back into the place that you need to be. Uh, I also like to call my friends that are in pottery that I know are just sitting and working. So like I have a friend, um, Josh, we talk about him frequently, Josh Heim. And, um, we, <laughs> in his words, we chat like little schoolgirls, and, um, you know, while he's throwing bowls and I'm glazing like a couple nights ago, we talked for like a couple hours and just, you know, shoot the shit and, and, talk about clay and talk about wedging and reclaiming and glazes and throwing and hand building and ideas and concepts and and you know as much as sometimes I'd like to escape clay the fact is that it's my life right so um it's good to like brainstorm with little things and and talk to people that are like-minded like you and uh, I don't mean text like-minded people. I mean, talk. <laughs> um, it's amazing what hearing somebody's voice can actually do for a conversation. And so I don't know. It's just, 
um, things like that. I talk with Ryan all the time on the phone or he'll like video chat me and while we're working we'll, you know, chat about what we need to chat about and then, um, and that's awesome too. And, um, it's little things like that that kind of help me get through the day because let me tell you, I am not as motivated as, or not as, I am, well, I'm not as motivated as people think, but I don't get as much done as people think. You know, I do get a lot done, don't get me wrong, but um, I think that I tend to hide the fact that sometimes nothing gets done during a day, you know? Sometimes I came into the studio and I sat and I couldn't get myself up and then somebody came in and distracted me and I still couldn't get up and do anything and then you know, then it's time to make lunch and then, you know, I still don't do anything and, and, you know, you don't see those days and, um, but that's a reality and it's fine that that's a reality as long as you're getting your work done. Uh, but it's still hard. And I think that, you know, if we know that if we have little tiny tips and tricks that we can get through the day then that's fine. And, um, and that's good. And it helps you kind of like keep on your toes. And if you have goals, that's really great. It helps you get motivated and it helps you get through it and support obviously from friends. And, um, if you have nobody to keep you accountable, message me on Instagram, message me, message me your list and I'll, I'll keep you accountable. Um, you know, I think that there's, nothing wrong with that. And also helping other people helps me be motivated too. I have another friend that's doing a sh this month long show with me and, you know, by helping her with a few things like tagging her, you know, hat she knits, she's like an amazing knitter, um, by tagging her hats, like putting the little leather tags on it. I'm like, yeah, I could do this. This is great. Like doing something for another person is, almost as therapeutic as almost anything. I think giving yourself to somebody else in an act of service is so gratifying and it's so helpful that it could lift you right out of a situation that you're struggling with. And, um, you never know what they're going through, so they could need it just as much as you need it. And that way you're helping them and they're helping you. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, it's hard to take time out of our lives and, uh, and, and exist. You know, I am, uh, hugely guilty of, of being so consumed in my work life, uh, that I don't take time to go somewhere else and, and, and help other people and, and hang out with other people. And I, and I'm trying to make that a priority this year and just, give myself to other people at times, you know, like sewing tags. And, uh, even if it's, you know, going out and having a beer with somebody when then they need to talk and listening, you know, that helps too. And, or driving with somebody, if they need to go, you know, run an errand, you go drive with them, be, be company. And that can help too. There's a lot of things that you can do without medication, I suppose, um, since I don't take medication. But uh, 
I also am like the most forgetful person in the entire universe because I have a thyroid condition and um, it was under control. I have to go take blood work again, but it was under control. I don't know if I totally uh, escaped the the um, forgetfulness part. <laughs> Yesterday I accidentally left the stove on for like four hours with no water in the pan. So, uh, but that's okay. Because uh, I did finally remember. <laughs> but, um, you know, uh, there's a lot of things that you can do without medicine. And with a little help from your friends, uh, you know, that that can benefit you in ways that uh, you would be surprised. And also, um, oh crap, what is it? I just forgot. Uh, I was going to say something. Um, yeah, I forgot. Probably wasn't that important. Um, but, <laughs> you know, <laughs> talking to people is really good. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to come out and, uh, ramble a few words at you. And, uh, hopefully... Maybe this helps somebody. Um, you're not alone. You know, there's uh, a ton of people that struggle day to day with uh, what they're doing. And, and overall, they like their lives most of the time. And they just can't figure out what's wrong. And there's little simple things that you can do to kind of make it a little bit better. Um, you know, obviously talk to a doctor. Obviously. Uh, if you think that it's something super serious, but if it's, uh, you know, if it's something that you can do in your day-to-day -day lives to kind of help you get out of that slump, um, do it. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Don't ever think it's bad to ask for help from a friend. Uh, if you, I, my mom always said that if you're willing to help somebody why do you think that they don't, they're not willing to help you? You know, like, if I was, if somebody, if one of my friends was traveling and they needed a floor to sleep on or a couch to sleep on, I would be so happy for them to come and sleep on my couch. And why do I always think that I'm burdening somebody by going to their house and sleeping on their couch? Because if they came into my life, I would be like, yes, this is so great. An opportunity for somebody to come and, and I can bless them with something. And for me to think that other people, especially the people that you call friends, aren't willing to help you out is totally, like, it's ludicrous because they are your friends for a reason. They share values with you. That means that if they have the same type of values as you, then they're going to be totally cool with helping you out. And if you go up to somebody and say, hey, dude, I'm struggling, I am struggling right now, and I don't know what to do, they're going to help you. And if they don't, then that's a super bummer, and find somebody else that will help you. <laughs> because there is somebody that will help you. Um, I don't know. Message me. I'll try to help you. I can, you know, and there's, I don't know, it's just, put your pride aside, and let yourself ask for help. 
That is something I learned in college and something that I am so grateful that I learned in college. And um, I think that's a lot of the reason why I've been successful is because I have let people help me and they've enjoyed helping me and I have enjoyed giving to them as well. You know, it's a, it's not a one-way street. I have given to them as well. And um, whether that be mugs or joy or studio time or trading or whatever, uh, it always turns out. And even if it doesn't, we shouldn't be in this world as a selfish person. We should be in this world to, to give to other people and to, you know, to share your life with other people. So that's my soapbox. And I think I shall stop because I'm just rambling now. But anyway, I hope all of you guys have a fantabulous day. And remember to keep your chin up and remember you're not alone. And remember that it's almost over because tomorrow's a new day and you just need to take one day at a time, one minute at a time, one hour at a time, whatever you want, one week at a time. I like to take months, one month at a time. Um, it'll all come out just fine. And that's it. Okay. Bye. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it. If you want to follow me or Ryan, you can follow us on our Instagrams. My Instagram is Five Lines Pottery Studio. It's the number five. And his Instagram is at RD Ceramics. That's R's and Ryan D is in Durban Ceramics. And we would love for you to follow us, but we would also love it if you gave us a review on on whichever platform that you're listening on and if you tell your friends. We really enjoy doing this and we hope that we can do it some more and have some great conversations. Thanks.